welcome to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Today is going to be about emotional regulation. And I'm actually going to do this audio in a totally different way than I normally do, at least on my end. So normally I have like bullet points of notes and all of the things I want to go over and the points I want to touch on. And I'm actually feeling like I'm just going to riff on it because... I've been going through a lot in my personal life and I've just been experiencing a lot of growth and healing and just expansion. I just feel like a different person than I was a couple of weeks ago and what I am have been faced with is a lot of opportunity to regulate my emotions and to feel my emotions and I have learned so much through my experience that I just feel like the most helpful thing I can do is just share from my own experience. I think it's often helpful to teach and share through stories. I love hearing other people's experiences and how they firsthand utilize tools and practices. Like, I think it's great, you know, to have nice organized lists and here are the three things you need to do. I think that's great, but I also think that and know that life is real and sometimes it just I don't know, helps to share in this way. So I really hope that you find this supportive and, you know, can kind of find ways to apply this in your own life and can kind of see, you know, see how how you have opportunities to regulate your emotions in a more healthy way. So when I say emotional regulation, what I'm really referring to is the way that we deal with our feelings and the way we deal with our emotions. I find that a lot of us, myself included, don't always really know how to manage our feelings in a healthy way. We often run from them, numb them, try to stuff them down, try to pretend they don't matter. And this is not a healthy way to handle our emotions. This is not how we want to regulate our emotions. When we're Regulating our emotions in an unhealthy way when we're kind of over-regulating our emotions, this is when we're going to be doing the numbing behaviors, the eating too much, drinking too much, overworking. You know, it's basically that energy of like, I don't have time to deal with this. So that's over-regulating. You know, you're just trying to like bypass it. You're just, you can't deal with it. And I know this is fairly common. I talk to a lot of people who over-regulate their emotions, un, you know, unknowingly. And so just know that if this sounds like you, you're definitely not alone. This is this is a very common thing. On the other hand, under-regulating our emotions looks like feeling them deeply right in the moment and letting them overcome us in a, a very intense way. So 
imagine you're stressed at work and all of a sudden you get one more project and you just totally freak out. You're so stressed. You're so upset. You just freak out and lose your temper. This would be under-regulating. We're just, it's like complete opposite of over-regulating, you know? It's like over-regulating. You're just like completely ignoring the fact that you feel overwhelmed and you're pushing through. Under-regulating, you're just falling victim to it immediately and not even taking a beat to try to calm yourself, but rather just like really going right into, you know, just feeling super overwhelmed and worst case scenario. And so like I've totally done both and I'm sure most of us have done both, but then we tend to often fall into um, more of one or the other. And so we, of course, want to be regulating our emotions in a healthy way, more in the middle. And what I would say this really looks like is it's having the ability to notice and witness how we're feeling and then making a decision about how we will manage it, how we will experience it. So an example is, again, maybe going back to that stressful day at work. Um, Your boss gives you one more project and you notice that feeling of anger boiling up in your chest. That, you know, that feeling is coming up. You're feeling angry. You feel angry at your boss for giving you more work. You feel angry because now this is messing up your plans for the rest of the day. And if you're going to overregulate, you're just going to not even witness it. You're not going to experience it. If you're going to underregulate, you're just going to like totally explode. And so a healthy way to deal with it in this situation might be to take a breath and look at your to-do list. How can I pri- reprioritize my to-do list? What can I take off my list? What boundary can I set? Maybe you can say to your boss, hi, I have three things on my to-do list that are all supposed to be urgent. Which one do I really need to prioritize? Can anything wait until tomorrow? So it's coming back from a really grounded state. And this sounds like pretty basic, you know. How many of us don't do this? How many of us just fall right into, you know, not even letting ourselves experience that feeling and just pushing through? The thing that's like really unhealthy about us not feeling our feelings. And I know, by the way, I know if you follow like therapist accounts and stuff like that on Instagram, I will bet you see lots of posts that are about feeling your feelings. And that can be like, okay, what are you even talking about? But this is really what it means. Noticing a sensation coming up in your body and actually letting it be there and then like kind of moving from there and allowing it to move through your body rather than just like stuffing it down and saying you don't have time for it or letting it totally take you over and losing sight of reality. So I think it's just important to really let us ourselves feel that because otherwise it stays stuck in our body and it becomes an issue that gets bigger. Because if you're continuously stuffing down the way you feel and you're not tending to your needs, this is when we get sick. This is when we have issues. This is when we suddenly explode later on because we've been bottling so much stuff up. It is healthy and it is necessary for us to experience our emotions and be able to experience them in a healthy way. So for my own personal life, what I've been experiencing a lot lately is just a lot of grief. That's an overwhelming feeling. It's I, I explain it as feeling, you know, if you've experienced grief, you know, it's very tender. It's just, it hurts to look at. It's heavy. It overcomes you. And 
the first day that I was really experiencing that, I'll be quite honest, like I had the this desire to just numb out. I wanted to have a glass of wine. I just wanted to like veg out and not think about anything and just avoid, avoid, avoid. I just didn't want to deal with it because it hurt to look at. However, if I would have done that, if I would have just kept pushing it down, it's never going to get resolved. It's going to stay stuck in my body. It's always going to be kind of there as a little an ache or a pain that nags at me. And so it's so, so important and healthy for us to really feel those feelings and move through those emotions. What I have been doing is working with people, allowing myself to be supported, taking space, taking time to like actually feel how I'm feeling and not just try to bypass it. And on the other hand, too, let's, so if I'm over-regulating, I'm just trying to like numb it and not feel it. On the other hand, if I'm under-regulating, then it might be like just really staying stuck in that emotion and not allowing it to move through. And it, it can be very easy, especially with an emotion like grief, to like stay stuck there. And I also, you know, I want to say if you're experiencing any type of grief in your life, you don't want to just like force yourself to get to the other side and feel better right away. There is a process and it, it does take time. There is a really healthy way to to move through that and navigate it. And so I think that involves giving yourself the opportunity to feel how you're feeling and lean on others. Because if I would have not done that, then I could really stay in that low state and it gets to a point of such despair. It's not necessarily a healthy thing to stay in that point for such a long time. What my own process has been looking like then is crying when I need to cry and just like letting myself let out all of those tears and not judging myself being like, oh, you're crying again. Jeez, get over it. But rather just like letting it flow and letting it happen and letting that be okay. And it also looks like giving myself a lot of extra time and space. Like I cleared my schedule for two weeks to allow myself some space to just grieve and just to be. And that's been huge. That's been a huge way to healthily deal with it because my default is to want to push through and keep working and no, no, I've got this. I can handle this. And also on the other part of that is I am a mentor and I I help people and There is some self-judgment that comes up like, oh my gosh, are people going to think you're unprofessional because you took time for yourself? And so I think, you know, maybe you can apply this to your own life. If you're going through something challenging or if you're just feeling overwhelmed, big or small, make sure you're not judging yourself for, for what you're experiencing. I think that's huge. I think a lot of times we judge ourselves and, you know, maybe compare ourselves to other people like, oh, well why am I so upset about this? Because so-and-so went through this and they're totally fine. And it's just like not judging ourselves, but rather allowing ourselves to have our own process. And some other things I'm doing then too is like really leaning into practices that make me feel good. And you guys know, because I talk about these all the time, really leaning into my meditation practice and letting that be such a nurturing and soothing experience really soaking in that time, being quiet. I'm doing a lot of journaling, journaling all of my thoughts and feelings, letting it all out on the page, not judging what comes up, but rather letting it flow. And you'd be amazed. Like I know my fellow journalers out there, I know you know what I'm talking about here. 
when you let those thoughts and feelings out, it can feel like such a beautiful release. And I think that's a really healthy part of emotion regulation is just being really honest about how you're feeling and putting it out there and getting it out of your head. And another thing too has been movement. That's been amazing for me. I'm a big fan of yoga and Pilates. So I've been trying to do that every day. I'm sharing all of this because this is really part of my process of dealing with some big emotions in a healthy way. And I'm proud of myself for handling it in this way because I wouldn't have always done this in the past. Another practice, too, that I want to share that's really helpful that many of you are probably familiar with is breath work. So I did a breathwork session with a friend of mine and, again, was able to really release some emotions that were stuck in my body that I didn't even realize I was holding on to. There are some amazing breathwork facilitators out there. I can definitely share links to some of my favorite people in case you want to do that type of work. Also, energy healing is amazing. That's another modality I've been using, so I've been getting energy healing sessions And yeah, just really letting yourself be supported in those big moments and those big emotions and not trying to muscle your way through. If I could say one thing, it's that. It's just to be very tender with yourself and treating yourself like you would treat somebody that you love. Whether you're dealing with grief or whether you're dealing with a stressful day at work, it's important to be able to know how to manage our emotions and nurture ourselves in each moment. A lot of people struggle with this because we aren't always taught how to handle our emotions or deal with them in a healthy way. Maybe as a kid, you grew up being told that your emotions were too much, or maybe you were in a household where it literally was unsafe for you to express how you were feeling. Maybe being quiet and following the rules and not expressing yourself was the way that you stayed under the radar and you avoided difficult things, you know. So everyone's experience is going to be unique and I don't want you to like judge yourself for wherever you're at on this journey and however you you manage your emotions currently. There is this amazing documentary about handling trauma and like how trauma affects us. And in the documentary, Gabor Mati, I believe is his name, he talks about how everything that we do was something that we learned growing up. The way we cope with things were something that we adapted, you know, when we were younger, because it was a way to help us survive. And at that time, that was how we got through. And so we don't want to judge ourselves for the coping mechanisms that that we have adopted, but rather just know, okay, at the time, this was the best that I knew how to do. And I, you know, I've carried this into my adulthood because it just became part of me and how to, how I process things. And I am an adult and I am capable of handling this in a new way. So I think it's important to have that kind of mindset about it. There's this quote from Maya Angelou and it's, when you know better, you do better. So I really invite you to have that kind of mindset as you move forward with any self-work. And so however you managed things in the past, that's okay. But now moving forward, we know we know better and we can we can manage in a more healthy way. And I think that's a really empowering way to look at it. It says there's nothing to be ashamed of for it. If you're kind of listening to this and you're seeing, wow, yeah, I definitely don't handle my emotions in a in a healthy way. Um, you know, where do I even start? I think it really 
just starts with awareness as do most most self-work types of things that do um it just starts with but being conscious of what's your default do you find yourself over regulating and avoiding and numbing or do you under regulate and are you kind of blowing up really easily or just feeling like you can't handle your emotions in public things like that first becoming aware of what your patterns look like and then from there it it's a moment to moment type of awareness that you can begin practicing a lot of times we don't even know how we feel because we're just moving so fast all the time that we don't even stop to check in with ourselves and so make it a practice seriously truly to make a little bit of time for yourself to check in with how you're feeling it doesn't have to be a whole big process but it can literally be a reminder on your phone every two hours to just check in just stop what you're doing and just notice how your body feels what does your stomach feel like? What does your chest feel like? What are what kind of thoughts are running through your mind? And just get curious about how you're feeling. And maybe it looks like journaling and getting really honest about the way that you're feeling and and how you've been managing it and and how you want to be managing it. So just looking at it from that kind of view and just being aware of like what your own patterns look like. From there, that's when you can really start to rewrite and move forward in a different and more healthy way. So if you are finding that, you know, you're you're actually feeling a lot of anger inside and you're not addressing it and you're just kind of bulldozing over it and and then this is causing you to blow up at your kids later on, like think about, okay, what are some ways that I can manage this anger in a healthy way? How do I need to get this feeling out of my body? And you know, that might look like going for a run and because a lot of times physical movement is just like such a healthy way to move energy out and like get that out of you. Um, maybe it looks like having a conversation because you're finding that you're feeling angry about the same thing over and over. Maybe it's something to do with your partner or um, a family member and you know that a healthy way for you to, to manage this would be to have that conversation. I think a lot of times we fight the way that we're feeling and we judge it and we want to make it go away right away. And so we kind of try to like run away from it or push it away. And actually when you can just invite it and walk toward it, that's when we can actually start to move that feeling through and dissolve it. So again, with, with the feelings of anger, for instance, you can kind of just be with it, get curious, feel into what that feeling is telling you and what it's pointing you to. And then kind of self-soothe yourself as well in the moment. Like, okay, it's okay that I'm feeling angry. Maybe I just need to breathe. Maybe I just need to journal out my thoughts and write some angry letter and then I'm going to feel better. There's this awesome practice I learned from Gabby Bernstein. It's called Rage on the Page. And you take 10 minutes and you just play some music. You just write down everything that you're upset about, everything that's just like pissing you off. You just get it all out on the page and you don't lift your pen for 10 minutes. You just like let it all out. That might be an amazing practice if you're noticing you have this caught, this trapped, angry energy in your body. And it's just like, again, a non-judgment thing. Even if it's these small things that you're angry about and you'd be like, oh, why am I so upset? Like, whatever, just let it be what it is. So that's another, like, just some just some ways that you can really um, practice moving, moving through those emotions and feelings. I think it's just, I can't say enough how important it is to really move toward them 
rather than walk away, shy away, hide away from it, because I promise it will continue to come back up over and over again. This, like, I I always talk about my health issues that I experienced when I had digestive issues. Like, I was constantly in this state of fight or flight, and I was so stressed out at my job, and I had yeah, the really bad digestive issues. And I was just holding on to so much stress and anxiety and I was not exercising. I was not meditating. Like this was before I had those healthy practices and it was manifesting into physical symptoms in my body. And, you know, I was working these crazy long hours and I didn't have the space to feel any of my feelings. I just was bulldozing through and I got really sick. And so I think that's, you know, a lot of times our bodies get to a breaking point where we can no longer avoid how we're feeling because the body is like screaming at us to like, just please pay attention to what I'm telling you here. And so, you know, you don't want to get to that point. We want to get to a point where, where we are aware of what's going on and we are open to feeling it and moving through it. Just relating to my own experience here with what I'm going through currently, I am experiencing a ton of growth and expansion and opportunity to step into a new version of me that has more self-awareness, more depth, more compassion and empathy. And I'm only able to do this because I'm open to the experience of feeling these feelings and not shying away from them, but rather choosing to witness and experience them in a wholehearted and healthy way. There is growth there. There is opportunity for us to get to know ourselves better and to love ourselves better. It is the most self-loving thing you can do to be open to feeling your feelings and, and being with them and honoring them. I think a lot of times we will just push them aside and it's kind of telling ourselves this message that like, oh, the way you feel doesn't matter. The way you feel is annoying and inconvenient rather than, you know, when you actually take a moment to feel how you're feeling and nurture yourself. It's just showing yourself so much love and compassion and again, just treating yourself as you would a child. It's like, okay, I see you. I hear you. I'm with you. Let me help you out. That's also how we build our self-confidence and, and self-love and our connection with ourself. People always ask, like, how do I become more confident? And it's seriously in the moments of taking care of ourselves. Because you're teaching yourself that you're worth caring for, that you're worth taking time for. So what I'm really finding, again, this was like all such a riff, like just kind of off the top of my head. But what I'm finding it really is coming down to here is not judging ourselves and loving ourselves enough to manage our emotions in a healthy way and being open to doing that. It doesn't have to be complicated in any huge, crazy thing. It really is as simple as starting to be aware of how you're feeling and then looking for ways to nurture yourself in a way that feels good, in a way that supports you. It's, it's part of the human experience and especially being highly sensitive people, we are going to have a lot of feelings. It just comes with the territory and when we can really lean into those feelings and honor them and love them about ourselves, then that is when we can just find so much growth and beauty in all of it and we can become more whole loving versions of ourselves. We can become more compassionate and empathetic, like allowing myself to have the time and space to really feel how I'm feeling and, and manage my emotions in a healthy way. It's offering me just so much more growth than I ever thought 
was possible and um, there's just a lot of gifts in it so I, I really really hope that all of this was helpful for you thank you so much for joining me if you like this podcast please be sure to rate subscribe and share it with a friend who might need it and I can't wait to chat with you next time sending you all the love talk soon